I got to tell you, it's uh, one of the first signs of spring from here for me here in La, La Belle Province when the PGA Tour begins the Florida swing. Uh, we've left California in the rearview mirror, and here we are now. Pleasure to be joined by uh, one of the good ones. It's uh, Johan Benson from PGA National in the uh, Palm Beach or Palm Beach area. Uh, Johan, what's up? Yeah. How are you? I'm good, man. Look look at that. Uh, where are you? I mean, look at that. For those that are watching on YouTube, thank you. Good afternoon. Um, Johan, if you can describe uh, where where are you? I'm on the driving range at the PG National. It's the uh, good old Honda Classic, now called the Koenigsen Classic. Yeah, yeah. Koenigsen Classic. Nobody can pronounce it right. And then, uh, yeah, I'm here uh, broadcasting for RDS. And uh, obviously, I help out Mark Hubbard quite a bit, too, with his game. So uh, he just finished, uh, shot three under par. And then, uh, as you can see, it's an absolute perfect day. Uh, no wind, uh, which is very rare in South Florida. So we're, in, we're located in Palm Beach Gardens. We're um, about 15 minutes north of West Palm Beach and about an hour north of Fort Lauderdale, where uh, a lot of Canadians are. So, uh, yeah, so we're here and uh, very, very nice weather. And then uh, it's warm today, clear, almost 30 degrees, and then uh, perfect, perfect playing conditions for the golfers. That's why well, the scores are so low this morning. Now, some of the Canadians, the Montreal Canadians, who uh, just finished up um, their recent homestand are in Florida uh, tonight at 7 o'clock, for those uh, yeah. watching in real time today. And then they're off to a Tampa Bay on Saturday. And they were all talking after practice yesterday about oh, it's 27 degrees. They want to go to the beach. They want to have fun. Uh, yeah. the, the Florida swing, eh, for us for us Canadians that are stuck here in the winter, it's a real thing, enjoying a little slice of paradise to, to break the winter up, man. Yeah, and it's a big swing for the uh, for the professional golfers too, because now with all the elevated events, there's a lot of guys that have corn fairy tour status that graduated to the PGA Tour, uh, that got their cards for the PGA Tour in 2024, and yeah. because of all the elevated events on the West Coast, they didn't get to play much. So it's a big week for a lot of guys to kind of start their season. They're going to get to play Bay Hills and elevated event too next week. But there's the Puerto Rico uh, alternate event. So at least most guys are going to be able to play this week, next week, and sort of build some sort of momentum uh, right. for the remainder of the summer. Because the, the West Coast swing was very, very hard, not only weather-wise for a lot of the golfers, but a lot of the bottom-tier golfers, they didn't get to play at all. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, um, obviously with the big story going with Live Golf, and, and now they're playing with their third event of their season, and Anthony Kim is a wild-card entry and he's going to be a wild card for them, meaning that he's not part of their team dynamic. So anything he does obviously doesn't count towards the team because he's not a member of one yet. So we'll see what he does. It's one of the one of the biggest stories to go. And I wonder what the chatter is before we get into the Anthony Kim storyline. Johan's joining us from the range um, at the Cognizant Classic at PGA National. Uh, are guys even talking about Anthony Kim? Are you hearing anything about Liv? I mean, the PGA leaderboard versus what a lot of people are probably going to watch a little bit of live just out of curiosity are guys talking about it today uh yeah i mean not not as much as in the past uh you know it it um it's it's a it's a topic uh but it's not a big topic this week uh, like yeah. i said uh most of the top players aren't here or rory's here he played this morning and he did very well uh, you know, other than that, there's not a lot of really, really world-class players here at the uh, Cognizant Classic. So 
guys are guys are interested though on seeing how AK is gonna do. Uh, sure. You know, he's played a bunch of golf. The reason why he was injured, but he had an insurance a little bit like Carey Price. It's very similar. He had an insurance and was sitting at home making a decent living by not playing. Uh, so that's why he was never coming back. Uh, but now, obviously, the live offer was was better than the offer he had insurance-wise staying at home. So it's going to be interesting. I mean, he's a hell of a talent, but, I mean, he hasn't played for 10-plus years. So I'm sure he's going to be a little rusty, but he's going to – I'm sure he's going to figure it out because he's played a lot of golf in the last few uh, few years, few months, few weeks uh, at home uh, in the in western side of, uh, of uh, the United States. What's your feel about about what the future has in store? You know, Liv seems to be picking up momentum. The Anthony Kim story is going to be interesting. If it hits, it's going to be massive. If this guy, you know, by some by some crazy occurrence of him going on a heater, like wins on on Saturday to close mm-hmm. out the Live event, obviously it's going to be stratospheric. Um, yeah. But in terms of the, and a lot of ratings chatter about PGA leaderboard not looking so strong. I mean, what's your what's your feel about the 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 live circuit, PGA circuit, and, and ultimately what the future has here? Well, nobody knows where we're going. That's the hard part. Uh, you know, like even the players, uh, even the players board on the PGA Tour don't really know what's going on. Uh, if there will be a fusion, if live guys will be allowed to play again on the PGA Tour. Uh, you know, there's a lot of players that said no to big, big, big amount of money uh, in the last few years to, to stay loyal to the PGA Tour. So whoever left to go play live, uh, you know, they're going to have to pay some sort of compensation or have to go through Q school or uh, figure out a way. But I think I think the. Uh, I think the play, the, the, the format of the lift tour is going to have to be changed uh, to 72 holes, walking, uh, regular tee times, a little more conventional uh, in order for them to get world ranking points to welcome their players back into the majors and the, and the big events. Have you, have you watched any, uh, out of curiosity, have you watched any of, of the, of the live product this year? I've, I've actually watched the two events. I've watched a good, a good chunk of it. And there's look, there's some areas of, of the broadcast I'm not big on. For example, you know, listening to the commentators, including David Faraday, uh, con- continually pump up the league within the broadcast. That yeah. you know, you know, the product on the PGA Tour um, is so sharp with the on-course reporting and everything else. There's a drop-off on the on the mm-hmm. live side, but Johan on the positive men, there's a they show a lot of action. They show a lot they of do. shots. They bounce around. I love the stats and the graphics. What's your what's your read on what you've seen so far? Well, I've watched it a little bit, but but very sporadically. Uh, you know, if I if I have a good friend that's in the lead or close to the lead, I'll watch. Uh, but uh, you know, I, I'm 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 more a fan of the, the traditional type of broadcast on the PGA Tour. It's very hard to show a lot of players because they're all playing in a row. Uh, so uh, you know, the nice thing with having a shotgun start is you just have you just have camera towers on every hole, but now they're showing it. They're, they're you know, the PGA Tour has gone a little bit that way. You have the ESPN Plus app uh, in the United States that you can watch basically all the groups from the morning uh, from the camera towers. So it's not as good as the international broadcast that you see in the afternoon or the Golf Channel broadcast, but it's decent. And uh, but um, yeah, I just I'm more of a conventional, uh, and I feel you know. 
with all the changes, with all the elevated events, uh, I feel bad for like the average Joe on the PGA Tour that, that you know, basically doesn't get to doesn't get to play that much anymore. No, it's tough. And it's tough. It was, it was especially like you say, you talk about the elevated events, the condensed schedule, trying to get into and trying to win as much money as you possibly can. And, and they're just all over the place. I mean, coming off of Adanta and playing the Mexico Open and everything else. And, and now here we are again talking about what's happening with Liv and Anthony Kim. And, you know, before I before we get to Taylor Gooch and his comments and your reaction to his perspective on the Masters and uh, being snubbed and not getting the invite he feels he richly deserves. I mean, what do you expect? Are you expecting anything? Where's the Where's the bar set for you, Johan, uh, when it comes to Anthony Kim uh, and his return to golf after, uh, as you said, more than ten years away from it professionally? I think it's going to take a while for him to, uh, you know, like he's he's played money games at home and stuff like that, but it's not <laughs> the same thing. Although playing on the live, uh, there's no cuts. You're guaranteed to make money. Yeah. Uh, so there's there's a there's a big deal of pressure that is uh, not there when you play on the live tour compared to playing for your livelihood. And if you don't make the cut, you don't get paid. Uh, but the elevated events for most of them don't have any cuts now. Uh, so you know, like they're both tours are kind of trying to copy each other. Um, but I think I mean he's a he's a incredible player uh you know he's uh he's had he's had injuries and he's had he's had problems off the course uh so i'm glad that he's back uh and i'm very interested in seeing how he does but as far as how he's gonna do i have no idea but i'm very interested in finding out i mean i'm uh i hope you all enjoy watching uh, johan benson standing yeah. on, on the range at pga national there's, there's uh, cory there's cory connors right there yeah, and uh, how did he? Uh, how did he go off today? He was what two, uh, two under sixty nine, huh? Uh, I didn't see where he finished, but he was yeah. three under at some point today. And that's the Danny Saul is caddies from Edmonton. Danny's an excellent player. He won on the Canadian Tour uh, back in I'm going to say two thousand ten ish. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Corey lives close by. He's about fifteen minutes away. Mm. So uh, yeah, it's nice to uh, nice to have him here. He hasn't played this event in a few years, so it's nice to have Corey here. And we got four more Canadians: Taylor Pendrith, who just teed off. Mm -hmm. uh, there's Ben Silverman, Adam Svensson, who's on the course as well this afternoon. Yeah. And Michael Gligic, who played this morning, he's just about to get done. He uh, Monday qualified in the event, and I mean, all of them basically live really close by. So it's really nice to, to all have him here and to get to follow them. Yeah, no, the, the the Canadians they're they're here. We're not we're not going away. It's not just the oh, and this a is this is a this is a super popular event for French Canadians. Yeah, bet. Uh, a lot of French Canadians in the in the crowd. Uh, that Fort Lauderdale, Hollywood, Hallandale is the hub if you want in Florida for French Canadians. So, yeah, you have they're out in full force, and then. You know, the crowds are okay this morning. Now that Rory played this morning and he's gone, right. I don't expect really big crowds this afternoon. But tomorrow afternoon, when Rory's going to be here, especially if he's in, if he's in the hunt, it's going to be, it's going to be a really, uh, they, they, the, the classic here, they've done a great job. Uh, they're in a terrible spot in the schedule. Uh, you know, it's usually after Tiger's event, before Bay Hill, before the players. But they've done such a good job on the spectator aspect. I mean, there's bars everywhere. It's a lot of fun. It's a very relaxed event. Uh, you know, it, it, it's not. It's very affordable. Kids under 15 is free. 
so you see a lot of kids out here in the, on the weekend and it's they've done a tremendous job uh, running this event despite the lack of world-class players over the last few years. Yeah, nice to see too. Ben Silverman, as you mentioned, in the field. And I think he could yeah. put off maybe half an hour ago. Uh, he, yeah. he, he had a nice showing on Saturday at Vedanta. Nice to see he him did. on the front page of the leaderboard there for a second. And uh, as we mentioned already, you know, uh, Canadian golfers are only growing. Uh, seeing uh, someone you know, Brandon Lacasse, uh, great. He's right here too. Brandon's right here somewhere in the crowd. Yeah, he's through, he's through, he's through uh, one round of the qualifying. He's moving on, I believe, last he night. He is. He got through the pre-qualifier yesterday. So what's uh, next then uh, for someone like him, Yoan? Can you walk me through that process quickly? So now, with with because there's so many people trying to Monday qualify for PGA Tour events, a lot of times the week prior they'll have either on Wednesday or Thursday they'll have a pre-qualifier at two or three sites and usually the top 15 20 players get through which Brandon did yesterday and then now he's got to go play the Monday qualifier which will be with other tour guys that don't have a good enough status to get in the uh, in the event although next week is the Puerto Rico qualifier so basically anybody with a status on the PGA Tour will get in Puerto Rico so so Brendan's going to be playing against a player of his caliber, a few older tour guys uh, or guys that are in the uh, non-exempt category. And then usually there's four spots. So if you get one of those four spots, he's going to be playing in the Puerto Rico Classic uh, next week. That's great. What do you what do you what you make of the whole uh, Charlie Woods uh, situation? The hubaloo on Charlie Woods uh, opening round, obviously a little eighty six there. He's got that yeah. and people were going crazy for this. I mean, he's Tiger's Correct. son. I get it, but there has to be a reality check somewhere. Yeah, I mean, he's a he's a very good junior player, but I mean, junior golf right now is so strong compared to when Tiger played, you know, right. 20, 30 years ago, almost thirty years ago. Um, but uh, I couldn't believe that they sent uh, people from the PGA Tour to go cover the qualifier. Yeah. I'm sure Tiger wasn't very happy with that. Uh, you know, you need to leave the kid alone. Uh, he is, you don't want him to become a, a media attraction, uh, you know, or like a, like a, like an animal in a circus. Uh, so, um, you know, like I've watched him play at the PNC last December. He's yeah. a great golfer. Uh, you know, he's just coming into his own. He's got a great work ethic. Uh, you know, he's, he's a 14, 15 year old, like he gets upset and, uh, you know, and he's a very, very good golfer. He just, people have to relax a little bit and stop comparing. I mean, he's 15 or 14 or 15 years old. I'm not sure, but you can't start comparing him uh, yeah. against his dad. I mean, his dad was a prodigy and, uh, I mean, we'll never see another Tiger Woods again. And then Tiger brought better golfers now. So, I mean, guys are all fit guys they practice more uh, you know they eat right uh, so the caliber of golfer right now is way better than yeah. when tiger played and is extremely better than when jack played so you know like there's 15 or 20 tiger woods right now on the pga tour so you you, you know, people just have to relax and leave the kid alone a little bit yeah but you know golf's an interesting place these days it is. Uh, it's not dying down anytime soon uh, constant division, constant uh, comparisons between Live League, PGA Tour. Are they screwing over the DP World Tour, for example? I mean, yeah. uh, there, there's so much infighting going on and so much complaining about, about former PGA players that jumped over for the money. 
but yet still want some of the benefits that come with playing on the PGA Tour, even though they're yeah. not card members anymore. I mean, That's... is there part of you, Johan, as you know, the golf journalist, the professional player, the fan? Are you annoyed by the Taylor Gooch comments of the world or speculation about well, Rory McIlroy jumping? I, I, I mean, where are you at? I think. I think that just like Rory said in this press conference yesterday, I think that the that the, the whoever asked Taylor the question uh, led him down that path. But Taylor has been one of the most boisterous uh, players that took the money, went to live. He knew was gonna what was gonna happen, and for some reason, he's one of those that is the most boisterous. Like I said, about not being able to play in big events. Well. You knew the deal when you signed for Live. Um, so, uh, as a as a uh, you know, Joachim Neiman, uh, he's playing all over the world to try to collect world ranking points. Right. Taylor is not trying to do that. So I think the matter the Masters took that into consideration when they offered uh, Joachim Neiman, who Joachim left for the Live, didn't say a word. No. Nope. He's minding his own business. Uh, so I think I think the guys who are the most boisterous uh, will have the tougher paths back. Well, even to a, to a certain extent, like even listen to John Rom's comments with uh, was it Marty Smith of ESPN? Mm -hmm. I mean, like it was money, it was life changing, life changing, and it was and I I actually, you know, I, I was bothered by the Rom hypocrisy um, about the heel turn so quickly. And then when I when I when he said that if he didn't win the green jacket, he probably never would have left. And you know what? When you put mm. that much money in front of someone and they already have hit, you know, the, the bucket list of all bucket lists, I mean, who, who can fight the guy? Who can blame the guy for, for wanting to leave, right? And John's gonna invest a lot of that money that he's getting from Liv uh, for junior programs in Spain. So right. uh, you know, like John is not gonna spend for, for knowing the guy. Like, obviously, he's going to buy himself some nice stuff and all that, but uh, a lot of that money will be put in very good use uh, for charities or junior events or, or you know, he will he will be one of those guys that will give back a, a great amount of what he's gotten. And, uh, you know, you, you, you can only uh, applaud him for that. Uh, but, uh, you know, he, he knows what he did. He knows what he chose to to play now and uh but for a golf fan it's bad because the 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 talent is diluted every week right but man the majors are going to be awesome when augusta rolls around and all those guys are together again uh it's going to make for great 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 television and for me being on site at the masters it's going to be awesome uh to see all those guys together and to really see all the best players together that's great. I'm gonna, uh, of course, you can always uh, look up Johan on his Facebook page. Uh, you can find him online, Instagram, and, and uh, <laughs> Instagram, Twitter. I got it all. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if you're in the, you're going to be in the uh, the Florida area. Uh, always look up Johan. He's always teaching in, in Florida yeah, during the winter months. So. I teach uh, about 30, 30 minutes south of here at uh, Indian Spring Country Club. It's a very popular club. It's a private club, very popular with French Canadians, but. I'm allowed to have non-members uh, as students, so uh, it's it's really not a problem uh, for me to have uh, anybody at uh, at Indian Spring. I love it, uh, and I'll let you go on this. I know you're uh, you're close with the Mark Hubbard. Uh, you caddied for him for for a stretch on tour and everything else, and he's having a great start to the season. He had a T4 at Pebble, he had a T20 mm -hmm. at the Farmers. Uh, he showed up at Vedanta. 
Um, anyway, he's T twenty third last I looked at the leaderboard. Uh, I know he's off. He's off now, but uh, how's this game? He's thirty four years old. Uh, looks like he's found. Uh, he looks like he's found some consistency, Johan. Yeah, his ball striking is way superior to when I caddied for him. Uh, he's way more mature than when I caddied for him. And, uh, yeah, he's, uh, I mean, I love him to death. Uh, he drives me nuts, but I love him to death. But, uh, I mean, we have such a great relationship, and I'm, right. I'm so proud of what he's become. He's a dad now. Uh, he's solo this week. His wife's not here with his two daughters. But, uh, no, it's fun. It's fun because, you know, we get, to, we get to hang out. We went to dinner every night so far. I might might kidnap him for the hockey game tonight nice. but uh we uh you know i'm not sure if he wants to go because he still you know he had to wake up really early this morning for a seven o'clock tea time mm. uh, but you know it's so fun to uh i'm very 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 grateful uh to be able to be out here on tour uh you know talking to the guys and for having spent so much time out here and playing with most of these guys. Yeah. Uh, you know what, what makes me the, the proudest in all of that is the pride that the players and caddies have in how my career has become. Uh, they're very, very proud of what I do. And, you know, like I'm so lucky to be able to have interviews which with pretty much everybody whenever I want. Uh, you know, uh, it, it's it's really, really, really a, a lot of fun to see the guys being so happy for me for, for having a, you know, a, a blossoming career in the media world. I don't have your career, but it's getting there. <laughs> uh, you can always watch uh, Johan on RDS. Uh, you'll be uh, covering the... Uh... Uh, from the PGA National fancy yes, golf and resort, right, right on they're, the range. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, that's beautiful. It's going to be what almost thirty degrees, ideal yeah. conditions, and they're tearing yeah. the course up too. Nice yeah. little. We yeah. saw Corey Connors earlier. He's off the course now. He's the top Canadian in the field with uh, still a lot of guys uh, still to come off. Yeah, uh, first round yeah, is underway. The, the second round just started. Uh, the second round, the second wave. Yeah. So the afternoon wave uh, for the viewers. So when the golfers get their tee time. Uh, you always get an afternoon tea time and a morning tea time. So whoever played yeah. this morning is playing tomorrow afternoon and vice versa. So it's just a way of making it uh, sort of equal for everybody. So guys who played this morning, if they weren't happy with their game, they're going to they're gonna work on it this afternoon. And then uh, guys who played, uh, a lot of guys like to play late early, though, because it's always, especially in South Florida, it's always less windy in the morning. So uh, usually by Friday afternoon, the greens get pretty crusty out here and very fast. Mm. Uh, so uh, we'll see how it's going to go. But it's supposed to be a little bit overcast this afternoon and uh, tomorrow. So hopefully, uh, I think we're going to have great scoring conditions. And then they made a change to the course. Number 10 used to be a really long par four. They, they put it back to what it was for the members of par five. So Mark, making, Mark made an eagle on number 10 this morning so instead of being a really long par four it's now a short par five so guys are really taking advantage of that i love it you know you mentioned a couple of times uh johan benson joining us from uh, pga national uh for the first round here uh for the cognizant classic and uh you mentioned going to dinner with uh, with your boy mark hubbard uh, in that situation uh, what's the what you go uh, what's the check situation johan uh well mark always owes me a dinner uh, because my birthday is on December 18th, and he forgets it every year. So on December 19th, every morning of December 19th, I'll send him a steak emoji 
So he owes me a uh, he owes me a steak dinner. So we're probably gonna do that tonight or maybe tomorrow night. But we'll uh, we'll see how it goes. But I'm really happy he turned it around. He was one over after nine, and then it's funny because the nine he scored well is the nine he didn't play so far this week because he only played the uh, front nine in the pro am yesterday. Now they're doing this on the PGA Tour. Yeah. There's one pro for nine holes for the front nine and a different pro for the back nine. So the amateurs that pay big money to play in the pro-am they actually get to play with two players and then it's fun for the mm -hmm. for the the players on the instead of like only 30 players seeing the course on wednesday yeah. basically everybody gets to so it's it's it, it helps with the practice and, and everything because you see the course the day before instead of two days before so well i'm looking i'm looking at it now you ripped up the back nine we went four under on the he back did. shot 32 he did. He uh, did. Three, three birdies and, eight, and an eagle. He birdied 18 to come on in to shoot 68. So he's T22 after his opening round. And listen, yeah. I mean, at, uh, at Vedanta last week, what did he had a 66 or a 65 back-to-back -back rounds? Uh, yeah. Weekend wasn't so good for him, but uh, his uh, his he, Thursday, Friday rounds were electrifying. He, he usually plays well here. He's got – this is – if you look at the scorecard, it's a long golf course, but because there's so yeah. many lakes, there's so many ponds, uh guys everybody hits the ball to the same spot like if you look at the first hole it's only 360 yards nobody hits driver on that hole because there's water left and so everybody's laying up short of the bunker and everybody has 140 yards into the green so everybody plays the course the same way so it really comes down to, to your it's a second shot golf course so you have to drive it in play you have to hit it on the green um and but it's it's much easier around the green this year that it's been in the past the rough is not long at all it's not penalizing like it used to be yeah. uh, so it's a very user-friendly event so we're going to see some good scores uh especially if the wind stays down like it is now uh you're the man Johan. thanks so much for the time and uh, all the insight and uh, the beautiful scenery for those that are watching yeah. YouTube, youtube today uh what dreams are made of uh, i can't wait to be at the kanawaki golf club driving range and uh, live uh, live my best life once again. As soon as we get out, it's minus twenty two again, uh, Johan. We had a we had about a twenty five degree change on on nice. Wednesday. It was fourteen degrees. It's minus twenty two today. I saw that. In your case, it's called karma. <laughs> For what? <laughs> <laughs> You're the best, buddy. Thanks so much. All right. Thank you. All right. Cheers. Bye bye.